Hello everyone, Nick here once again for another episode of Bullet Point Fitness. And today's topic is the result of something that bothers me quite a lot. Maybe it shouldn't, who knows. But it's essentially the period of time that I wasted uh, being a moron. <laughs> um, in the gym, that is, as far as my training is concerned. So I've been lifting weights and working on my body and strength for about 15 years now and it's safe to say that I spent at least half of that time uh, just going around in circles and just training like an idiot. I, frankly I wasn't training intensely enough, I didn't know what intense was. In the first third of this time scale I guess you could say, um, I was a skinny socially awkward teen barely coming out of his shell. I didn't believe in myself because nobody and nothing had given me any reason to. Hashtag millennial life. And interestingly, I think this translated into how hard I pushed in the gym, or how much I didn't, as the case may be. Now this isn't to suggest that everyone listening is a timid wee shrew like I was, but it's worth having a think if your personality is of a type to take things particularly conservatively at the gym, and whether this is holding you back. And I know that it did for me for a very long time. And building a body should be a lifetime pursuit, and as long as you go the natural route, that's how it's always going to be. But for me, and my disposition, I was actually being too damn patient. And while I learned lots of things from a bodybuilder that I trained with, lots of things from the PT uh, course that I studied to become a PT, um, there was even a point where in my own programming I was getting so damn clinical and academic that the neatness and the perfection of how everything slots together in this extremely nuanced kind of Da Vinci code of plans coming together, you know, all, all of that stuff was coming before my actual personal individual self-analysis. Again, you as an individual, that's an idea worth thinking about, and if you want to dig into that some more, I recommend you go back and check an older episode of mine called How Most Internet Fitness Products Screw You. Uh, not many people listen to that one, so it'd be super cool if you went back and gave that a listen, because there's some very important points about being an individual in that one. So anyways, why am I telling you about my history of cock-ups? Nick, you're not exactly selling yourself here, you may be thinking. Uh, well, I'm very mindful that I am not exactly Jeff Nippard or Eric Trexler. I haven't won any bodybuilding competitions or got any sports science PhDs under my belt. Some might question my credentials, and that's fair enough. But at the very least, uh, over a decade and a half of cock-ups, uh, you can hopefully learn from me and save yourself a little bit of time. A little bit like reading uh, someone's life experience in a book, and instead of taking a whole lifetime to learn it all, it only takes the amount of time for you to finish that book. Maybe I can save you a few years of frustration in the same way. So, to refocus now, uh, that's the one mistake that I allude to in today's episode title. Are you being too conservative? 
Are you being too shy about progression, about putting the weight up? Are you really pushing hard enough? Or are you leaving gains on the table? Another way to look at this is the stories that you tell yourself. Do you have a voice deep down inside your mind that says, yes, I can? Or are you experiencing a kind of cognitive dissonance where you're lifting weights, you go into the gym, but that inner voice, it's stubborn, it's a little demon, and it's always there saying, no, I can't. Now, something that is a little bit heartbreaking for me is that I have noticed this predominantly in women. And in my experience, they are serial, I'm shit at this, storytellers. And it's often with the women that I have to uh, reinforce the fact that they can find their strength, they can find their power, just as any of us can. And this negative storytelling that they tell themselves often comes out in the form of, just to warn you, I'm weak as hell. Now, if anyone who has trained with me is listening to this, who is female, you know you said that to me. <laughs> Every one of you, right? And this comes from all kinds of insecurities and limiting self-beliefs and over-analysis of the context in which you find yourself. So before anyone pops off at me uh, about singling out women, I have never once heard a man say it that I train with. Even someone who has never trained a day in their life and they're doing their induction with me. They might think it to themselves, um, they might have negative stories in their own minds, but they don't make it real by saying it out loud, right? We cannot underestimate the impact, the negative power of having a negative belief and then saying it out loud and making it real. So have a little think about how you talk to yourself, uh, whether negative or positive, and how much of each of those actually comes out of your mouth and into reality. Because as I say, that stuff's got a very real impact on your rate of progression. And don't get me wrong, progress is fantastic at any rate. Progress is progress at the end of the day. But it's worth asking, is your rate of progress considerably lower than the average of those who are doing the same as you? And can it be increased reasonably and without risk? So if you were given the opportunity to pour jet fuel on your rate of progress without risk, without danger to your health or your psychology, would you take it? Let's talk about three simple rules now that you can apply to your training so that you can figure this out and figure out if you have been training hard enough, whether or not the weights you're lifting are sufficient, if you maybe you should be pushing harder. So this is gonna come down to three things that we're gonna get into in a moment. Accountability to progression, mind-muscle connection, and reps in reserve. Now I'm mindful that each of those to the uninitiated may come across as fairly arbitrary phrases. Let's tear them apart. Accountability to progression. Do you have a personal rule set that keeps you accountable to doing more every time you train? Not a landslide more, just a little tiny bit more. A little tiny bit every single time ends up creating this compounding effect, a patiently compounding effect, admittedly, 
that your body has time to respond to. There are no extremities here. There are no uh, belief system, dogmatic belief systems here that will push you too hard and break you. The rule set is very simple. You could do three sets of eight, and then in the following week, three sets of 10, and in the following week, three sets of 12. Reset the rule and wait up. And the only thing stopping you from progressing along that line is if your body literally physically says no and you can't finish. You may choose to lift even heavier, make it three sets of three, four, five, whatever, and it really doesn't matter. Your body doesn't know if you're doing three sets of eight or four sets of five or whatever. All it knows is fatigue and recovery, right? So whatever rule set you choose, don't agonize over that too much but do agonize over your commitment to progressing through the rule set that you have created, the progressive overload that you have created. Right now, if you're someone right now who is a little bit stuck, and let's say 60% of the movements that you've been doing in the gym have plateaued, flattened out, and you're just kind of going around in circles now, this is frustrating you, strongly recommend Going back a few episodes here on the podcast, if you haven't listened already, to Plateau Buster number two, how and when to deload. That is going to be relevant to transitioning into a new plan, new program, new progressive overload. On to the next. Mind-muscle connection. I remember way back when I was working in Pure Gem, uh, these two lads who I kind of had a recurring theme of coming along and helping um, said, oh, isn't mind-muscle mind connection some uh, woo-woo nonsense? Isn't it a load of bollocks? Um, in short, no, it is not. Mind-muscle connection is very real, and it's something that continues to develop with me, even after all of the time that I've been training, and something that I've been particularly cognizant of lately, is the degree to which I can voluntarily contract muscles. It's reached another level recently in my training, and it will for you as well. If you've been following along the last few episodes, you will have noticed this buzz phrase of mind-muscle connection, um, and it's, re it's a recurring theme for good reason. Uh, it is more than just a, a bro science buzz phrase. It is your neurological ability to contract and tear muscle fibers and in turn actually grow. So how do you work on your mind-muscle connection? It's very simple. All you're doing is voluntarily, consciously contracting specific muscles that should be trained on a particular movement at the height of the rep. For instance, you're doing a bench press, you're squeezing your pecs together as hard as you can at the hardest part of the lift. Or if you're doing a hip thrust, you're squeezing your butt cheeks together as hard as you can at the top of the thrust, right? And to start with, this will take mental real estate. This will take concentration and effort. But after a while, it will be automated. And when that happens, when the conscious effort becomes the unconscious, then the gains that you will make will be like nothing you have experienced before. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a guarantee. That is why consistency is everything, because without it, you just don't reach these heightened neurological levels of muscle contraction and growth. Finally, we've got reps in reserve. This is the idea of if you're if you finished a set and there was someone there holding a gun to your head, realistically, how many more reps could you have done? An intriguing 
experiment, I guess you could say, that I, I am doing with my clients at the moment. The experiment was short and the conclusion was exactly what I thought it was going to be. But essentially, if you think of uh, quick fire movements like a calf raise, a knee raise, or a back extension, anything like that, I've suggested to my clients now, maybe instead of counting sets and reps, why don't we just do two sets? And for each of those sets, between each of them, you can rest for as long as you like. Uh, but for each of those sets, you will do as many reps as you possibly can in one set. How stubborn are you feeling today? And it turns out, when we changed over to this kind of structure, they would perform something like 16, 18, maybe even 20 more reps than they would have on the typical three sets of eight, three sets of 10 kind of regime, right? So this is where it's worth asking yourself if you've been sticking to a certain method of progression, A, has your body and your muscles adapted to that method and it's now essentially a null and void method? B, is, it, is the structure just holding you back? Do you need a, a new kind of approach to how much you work per set? Uh, ideally, when you are doing a set, you want to finish the set at about 80% challenge level. 90% is a little bit too stressful, and you're in the territory of will you have recovered by the time you train again, or are you just training on still torn muscle fibers? And 10 out of 10 effort is just um, obscene. It's just it's just burnout territory. You can't push personal bests every single session you go. It's just not realistic. That's it guys, for today. Number one mistake to look out for, is your personality translating to an overly conservative and timid approach to progression in the gym? And the three rules that we need to stick to, accountability to progression, get an easy rule set and commit to it. Mind-muscle connection, focus, 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 help your muscles contract when they need to, and reps in reserve. Get that 80% challenge level in everything that you do. And that'll do it for today, guys. I will speak to you all next week. Take it easy.